Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast. My name is Madeline Love. This is episode nine. I have taken a little break the last couple of weeks of sharing. I have been doing lots of transformation in my life, lots of moving and shifting of realities, and I've been really present with all that is occurring in my life. And so I'm grateful to be getting back to sharing with you all on here and also still in the process of moving and traveling, um, coming to you today from the Taos, New Mexico vortex and feeling deeply creative, feeling deeply inspired to share through sound, through my voice, through language. And so today is a new gene key that started, the sixth gene key, and will go until September 20th. The shadow is conflict, the gift is diplomacy, and the city is peace. The path to peace, the battle of the sexes. The sixth shadow of conflict is the single most influential gene key in regard to the issue of human communication. At its highest potential, the sixth gene key is the archetype of peace on earth, while at its lowest potential is the root cause of all human conflict. This conflict stems from the human emotional system and our inability to handle the voltage of extreme emotional states. Conflict breaks out whenever two or more people agree to identify with their emotional state. As long as you surrender your will to the emotional system, then you will be trapped by its volatile nature. Within the human body, the sixth shadow relates to the pH level of your blood. Its job is to maintain an optimum balance of acidity and alkalinity so that your cells can thrive. As a metaphor on a wider scale, we can see that the sixth shadow is about the loss of this balance in the world at large. In particular, it is about the imbalance between male and female and over time has given rise to the notion of the battle of the sexes. This battle or conflict is not just about men and women, it is about the balance of all polarities, religion and science, east and west, rich and poor. The world itself has its own kind of pH level, and wherever it is imbalanced, conflict ensues. In the same way that an overbalance of an acidic body tissue becomes an environment for viruses and cancer to thrive, so do social imbalances result in upheaval, corruption, and at their worst, war. The sixth shadow can be interpreted individually through relationships or collectively through communities. At an individual level, this shadow manifests through your emotional state. If you have ever been emotionally repressed, through shame or guilt or abuse, the entire culture within your being has been disturbed. 
Likewise, if you are utterly ruled by your emotions, there can be no sense of harmony inside you. It is well known how much your emotional state influences your biological health. If you are stressed emotionally, your body will suffer. Emotional problems are the greatest cause of illness on our planet, and the 36th shadow of turbulence, the programming partner for this sixth shadow, reinforces this fact. The 36th shadow conditions you to be nervous when you feel uncertain or insecure about anything in life. It is this nervousness that forms the background frequency of our whole planet. The biofeedback loop between these two shadows is rooted in nervousness and defensiveness. The 36th shadow makes you nervous, feeding the 6th shadow, which responds through making you behave defensively. Likewise, your own defensiveness makes other people behave in a nervous manner around you. Human beings are unconsciously addicted to conflict. We long for peace individually and globally, but our collective low frequency ensures that we keep reinforcing the patterns of conflict. Nowhere is this seen more clearly than in our relationships. The conflict between male and female is a part of the oldest wound there is. It is hotwired into our genetics. You are genetically subprogrammed to defend yourself from the opposite sex, and until your frequency rises above the emotional gravitational pull of the opposite sex, you can never really know this peace. This is the deep irony of the sixth shadow. To bring an end to conflict, you have to give up your attraction to the opposite sex. Sex and war are deeply interrelated. This is a profound and perhaps disturbing truth for many people, and especially so because there is nothing we can do about it. Human sexuality can only be transcended through physiological mutation, which is dependent upon the extent of your connection to the higher planes of reality. When the sixth shadow is viewed at a social level, it dictates the relationships between different racial groups. Here, the genetic defense reflex becomes truly dangerous since we are subprogrammed to distrust other gene pools and cultures. It is this sixth shadow that first gave birth to the idea of national borders and boundaries, and it is the sixth shadow that is responsible for war. War has been a byproduct of our genetic makeup for millennia. However, the sixth shadow is not as frightening as it sounds when viewed in evolutionary terms. It is an ancient part of our genetics, and it has been a necessary part of our evolution. It ensured that racial diversity existed in the first place, allowing different gene pools to expand and thrive without too much inbreeding. Only relatively recently have all the gene pools begun to merge with one another, which suggests that the human race has arrived at a very important genetic access point. The sixth shadow is about maintaining boundaries and borders. It is about who is included and who is excluded, and its entire basis is defense. The sixth shadow causes you to believe that you have to defend yourself from danger. You can see this at both an individual level and a national level. Your emotional defense strategies are primarily laid down during your second seven-year cycle, from the age of seven until 14, as you navigate puberty. 
An enormous amount of life energy is tied up in protecting ourselves from the volatile emotional situations we felt as children. Unless we enter some deep process of deconditioning, we will continue to carry these defenses throughout our adult lives. In the same way, on a national level, we invest the majority of our energy in defense. The aggregate world defense budget is equivalent to well over $1,000 billion. One can only imagine how different the world might be where even one-tenth of this sum was used in a creative way. The sixth shadow is the reason we cannot create world peace. Until such time as human beings move through an emotional revolution at an individual level and find peace in our relationships, this shadow cannot be transcended. However, as we shall see, it is also written in our human story that revolutions do occur, and in fact, one of the biggest is beginning right now. One of the things that really came up for me in that portion of the reading is understanding the biofeedback loop between the programming partners um, that are rooted in nervousness and defensiveness and how the 36 shadow makes us nervous which feeds the sixth shadow and then responds through making us behave defensively and then our own defensiveness makes other people also behave in a nervous manner and that's something that i've been navigating lately in a close relationship is just feeling this undercurrent of a frequency kind of operating in the background and so as i share this i i want to encourage you to just contemplate how these shadows show up not only in yourself but also being reflected through others around you so we can continue to sink into deeper compassion for ourselves and others knowing that none of us are exempt to these collective shadow frequencies but as we continue to witness them and integrate them that there is a gift and we can unlock that gift so when we rep- re- repress the shadow of conflict, it turns into over-attentive. The repressive nature of the sixth shadow is concerned with maintaining peace between people, regardless of the cost. This pattern is based entirely upon fear, which means these people will totally compromise themselves in order to main control, maintain control of their emotional environment. This is the defense pattern of overattentiveness, and these are the people pleasers. The repressive nature will sweep conflict under the carpet by adopting any behavior that will keep it at bay. The problem here is that unless conflict is dealt with transparently, it tends to eventually explode. The overattentive nature is at its core deeply false, which means that it will invoke unconscious distrust in others. Overattentive natures also tend to draw tactless natures to them, resulting in some spectacularly dysfunctional relationships and family dynamics. When these people finally develop the courage to face conflict, they realize that it is never as bad as they feared. Wow, I can really resonate with that one. Um, especially just thinking about that age between 7 and 14 and the emotional imprints. 
imprinted into me um, having the parents and caretakers that I did, one being an addict and kind of never really knowing who I was going to be with and and that people-pleasing in order to survive, in order to maintain my emotional state and to control it, and how much that has impacted my relationships as an adult. So the reactive nature of conflict is tactless. The other side of the sixth shadow is unable to contain its emotions at all. Lack of emotional tact and timing betrays a low frequency nature that inevitably results in backlash. These people are always finding themselves in difficult emotional situations, which they make worse by giving vent to their anger as well as projecting it onto others. They are unable to take responsibility for their own volatile feelings. Their most common defense is to lash out and then storm away. The dilemma of the tactless nature is that it is deaf to its own lack of tact. These people assume that the problem is always the other person, which unfortunately earns them no friends and makes it very difficult for others to get close to them. The only kind of person who will remain with such a pattern is the over-attentive nature described above. The secret to breaking this pattern is for reactive natures to take full responsibility for their emotions instead of remaining stuck in a teenager mentality. Uh, invitation for just a settling breath, deep breath into the belly, allowing this to settle in the body, into the memory. Just witnessing what came up for you, what landed, allowing all that resonates to remain and what doesn't doesn't and as we integrate this shadow of conflict within ourselves within our relationships we begin to unlock the gift of diplomacy dropping your defenses at a heightened frequency the sixth gift pulls rapidly away from the world of conflict and argumentation this is the gift of diplomacy, the ability to adjust your own behavior to create a harmonious exchange with others. This gift is a byproduct of opening your heart to another person. As you become clearer about your own emotional conditioning, you begin to feel more peaceful. Because this gift is so deeply connected with the pH balance of your physical body, it also has the effect of stabilizing the emotional aura in your environment. In other words, when one is able to see their own unconscious projections, they actually rupture the collective shadow patterns wherever they go. If one person is not playing the reaction blame game, the other is forced to come to terms with his or her own demons. Wow. Okay, so I just want to pause for a minute and recognize that there is a fine line between that over-attentive, people-pleasing mentality that has an undercurrent of fear and that nervousness um, that the other person can feel that creates distrust because there's an awareness that it's not real, that it's not true. And 
that fine line between that and actually being in your heart, having an open heart and being able to adjust our behavior to be in harmony with another. But that's from an, an open-hearted place, um, not a fear-based place, and that undercurrent of love and openness, um, dropping the defensives to be in harmony, that space of neutrality is such a powerful place to be. Okay. You can see how the balance of pH in the body can be further understood through this gift. For a relationship to be healthy, there must be a balance of yin and yang, of receiving and giving, listening and expressing. Conflict ensues when this balance is lost. The sixth gift has an effect of instantly applying the required amount of give and take in order to maintain peacefulness. As an example, if one person in a relationship becomes aggressive... The diplomatic countermeasure is to absorb the aggression and then pass the energy back without adding anything to it. This may be done in any number of ways, but tactful honesty is one of the most common. Honesty carries an extraordinary power and is one of the keys to diplomacy. The other key is timing. You have to be honest in the right way and at the right moment. People displaying the sixth gift are always attuned to the right timing of how to act and what to say through the strong resonance field of their aura. These people can physically feel into another person's aura. They can do this because it is a specific genetic gift and also because they're emotionally mature. Emotional maturity means that your awareness operates even during the most profound emotional states. As you become more and more aware of your own emotional patterns, the frequency passing through your emotional system is released and quickened. This makes you much more sensitive at an energetic level like an early warning system for conflict. When you are operating out of this sixth gift, you can sense conflict in others before it even arises. This enables you to temper your own actions and or words to disperse the conflict. The gift of diplomacy is far more than the ability to speak the right words, however. That is a mere surface skill that can be mastered by anyone, even at a low frequency. True diplomacy is an energetic gift operating through a person's aura. Because this sixth gene key is so embedded within human sexuality, it is about the penetration of borders and boundaries. Because of the sixth shadow, there is tremendous friction between the opposite sexes. Both sides are so busy defending their individuality that there is very little real love or connection. But this friction is maintained only as long as each party hangs on to its defenses. As the sixth gift enters into human relationships, the emotional barriers begin to break down between people. The sixth gift catalyzes the process of dissolving the natural friction between opposites, and in doing so, it allows a far greater exchange of energy between them. This is exactly what the experience of falling in love is. As a part of the chemical genetic family known as the ring of alchemy, the sixth gift is playing a pivotal role in the transformation of the human species. The codon ring is formed by four gene keys the 6th, 40th, 47th, and 64th, whose themes are diplomacy, resolve, transmutation, and imagination, respectively. This is a very powerful genetic grouping. 
The sixth gift is breaking down the barriers in human relationships. The 40th gift is forging this new openness into our communities. The 47th gift is allowing us to transform our old ways. And the 64th gift is opening us to a fresh set of possibilities for living in a new way. At a collective level, therefore, every person manifesting the sixth gift is a participant in this deeply alchemical process of gradually bringing peace to earth. These people realize how throttling defensiveness can be, both in individuals, cultures, and whole races. As this gift enters the world in a more widespread manner, as indeed it must, we shall begin to see the dismantling of many types of borders and barriers that keep people apart from each other. Mm, another invitation to just take a deep breath into the belly, into the body. Allowing this gift of diplomacy to settle. Mm, may each of us individually begin to dissolve the borders and barriers that keep us from being in love with one another so that that can ripple out into the planet dissolving borders and barriers returning into union as the one heart and as we embody this gift of diplomacy fully in the shadow is fully integrated we unlock the city of peace building the body of glory the ultimate defense is emptiness this is the essence of the wisdom taught by the great sages defense maintains the illusion that we are separate as such, it is truly futile because it protects against something that doesn't really exist in the first place. There is a famous story called The Empty Boat, told by the Chinese sage Chang Tzu. One day, an old man was crossing a river in his boat when he mistakenly collided with another boat. The man in the second boat began shouting at the old man, cursing him. However, to the second man's dismay, the old man did not react in any way whatsoever, but just stared at him impassively. The old man was an enlightened being who had transcended all sense of his own individuality. For him, there was no one in his boat to be shouted at, thus there was no one to defend, and therefore no reaction within his being. The sixth city of peace is one of the truly great cities. It is the underlying nature of all of the cities. In point of fact, it is the underlying nature of form itself once its true essence has been realized as consciousness. The sixth city is the final result of the process that occurs in the sixth gift. The sixth gift is marked by a constant balancing of opposites. In this sense, diplomacy requires a subtle effort since it is juggling within the realms of duality. However, at a certain point, this process spontaneously gives way to the sixth city and duality itself is transcended. You might say that while the sixth gift is the activity 
that maintains peacefulness. The sixth city is peace itself. Peace is the reality that is experienced once all boundaries have dissolved. It is the true nature of humanity. So many great teachers have spoken of the peace of the sixth city. When Jesus stated that the kingdom of heaven has already arrived, but that people simply cannot see it, he was talking about the city. Peace is an auric emanation that surrounds anyone in a Siddic state. In this Siddic state, the awareness within your being separates from your emotional nature. It rises up and floats upon the vibrations of your emotional longing. This is a spontaneous process that cannot be caused by anything within your individuality, since it is that very individuality that has to die. The underlying emotional energy that was previously experienced as longing is now experienced as peace. Awareness is no longer trapped within the vicissitudes of the emotional human drama. In the deepest sense, something utterly wondrous happens inside of you. The final boundary, the boundary of your body, dissolves. When this occurs, awareness is no longer localized in the body, but is experienced as traveling through all forms. You realize that all of life is alive, and that even though the awareness within a form may dissolve as the form passes away, the consciousness behind this game of life and death always remains. The sense of peace that emanates from these revelations is indescribable. All your defenses disappear and your boat becomes empty. Paradoxically, at the same time, this very emptiness is flooded by everythingness. Profound changes occur within your physical body before, during, and after this realization. Since your outer walls have dissolved, the process is mirrored within your body chemistry and all inner conflict comes to an end. It is as though the cells within your body make peace with each other and experience their own inner Garden of Eden. In this sense, the true Garden of Eden is the body itself. The waves of peace that accompany this event travel deep into the collective consciousness of all humanity. To be in the physical presence of the sixth city is to bathe your body in its truth. It is to experience greater awareness than your own, traveling physically and emotionally through your body. Because the current human form is not designed for those heightened states of consciousness, some strange phenomena can occur within the body of someone experiencing this city. The sixth city is the original and future state of humanity. From it stem our myths and memories of paradise and our intuitions and high hopes for the future. When this state dawns inside you, your body begins to mutate. In a sense, it's trying to build a better vehicle to house this intense new frequency, but the raw materials are not fully present yet. Humankind is still evolving the new energetic circuitry that can carry these frequencies. This is why so many great sages suddenly become diseased. In particular, they can experience problems and imbalances within the body's pH. These things occur because the body's trying to catch up to its future state. Regardless of what is experienced physically, the sense of utter peace does not even flicker. 
In certain rare cases, the elements of the future body are available through your genetics, and the process of building the future body can and does continue. This involves the 47th city of transfiguration, part of the ring of alchemy mentioned earlier. The sixth city is a very special quality in this sense, in that it contains instructions on how to build a new genetic form. It is interesting to note that glycine, the amino acid for which the sixth gene key codes, is one of the only amino acids discovered in interstellar clouds in deep space. The suggestion is that this amino acid may play a key role in the formation of new life in the galaxy. The new form of humanity is connected to this issue of the body's pH and also to the boundaries within the body itself. The ultimate boundary is our skin, and one effect of this city can be mutations in the skin. These mutations affect the way in which skin cells trap light so that the skin of someone manifesting the city can be appear to be translucent. If the 47th city is also involved in the process, an even more extraordinary phenomena occurs. The transfiguration of the human body into what the ancients call the rainbow body or the body of glory. This transfiguration will eventually overtake our entire species. The builder of this process is the sixth city. As our skin cells learn to capture light, our digestive system will gradually become defunct since light contains the ultimate nutrients for the subtle body. As far as the pH of the body is concerned, the spiritualization of the physical form will gradually weaken the extremes of the pH scale, thereby reducing the acidity and alkalinity of the body. Eventually, as all the solutions within the body become neutralized, the hydrogen ions that form the very basis of the pH scale will evaporate and the body will disappear altogether. On a collective level, the sixth city will be the very last city to fully mutate in the coming shift in global consciousness. Only when peace is recognized on earth as the natural state of our collective consciousness can the future vehicle of humanity be built. In other words, the myth of world peace is the pretext for building the future body that will take us beyond form itself. Just another invitation for this final breath together. Allowing this city of peace to settle in the body. This remembrance. Allowing it to settle in the cells, into the memory. Knowing that we have the opportunity to create internal peace as a part of the whole. And as we cultivate that deep diplomacy within and this peace by integrating the shadow of conflict, we create our own internal coherence, which ripples out into our family, into our community, into the world. And as we continue to move forward into times of great change, we can remember that we can support in the stabilization and in the peace 
that we so desire to see externally, we can do that through our internal world, through our internal peace. Thank you for tuning in and listening and sending you much love, many blessings, and I'll come on again soon. Thank you deeply to all of our supporters for making this love cast possible during such potent times for humanity.